Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks, episode 146 for February 5th, 2016. I am Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. Hi, Jason. How you doing, buddy? I'm wondering if there are any adults left in the world. No. No. Okay. I didn't think so. I was watching the news this morning, and uh, here in L.A., they're tearing down a historic bridge uh, this evening, and they're shutting down the 101 freeway to accommodate that. And uh, it's the news. Yet they titled the segment Slow Jam. Slow Jam. There are, well, no, there are no adults left. I do not need humor with my news. I just want news. Why? I don't want I clever d- jokes. I don't want stupidity. Uh, isn't that for the internet? That's what the internet's well, isn't, for. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing here? So that's kind of hypocritical, I believe. Well, I, we don't claim to be real news. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does news on TV anymore. No, apparently not. Anyways. Well, you know, it's a, you know, it's an 18-year-old intern that writes those headlines. Pretty much, Well, yeah. maybe it's an AI. Oh, maybe. Could be. Could be. So we've mentioned many times, uh, well, you have specifically, how everybody wants to take away your bandwidth and charge you more money. Yeah. And we missed this one last week, and Com- Comcast is uh, doing it again, again. Are, are we surprised? Yeah. I, I've been saying since episode one, hey, guess what? Guess what? The entire world is pushing you towards streaming so they can charge you more. Yes, and Comcast is working on that with, you know, this is the overage plan. This is nothing new. People have tried it before. This has all happened before. They will all bill you again, you know, that kind of thing. That's true, yes. Um, and they might be in a pickle with this one, though. Why is that? Uh, well, there's this whole issue of they've got their own streaming service, and for some reason, that doesn't get dinged against your bill. Only things like Netflix and Hulu do. Yeah, but... There is no net neutrality. This is going to happen everywhere. This is the deal. We talked two weeks ago about how basically uh, these services, Netflix, Spotify, et cetera, are going to start paying, paying Comcast and Time Warner, et cetera, uh, so that you don't have to pay for the bandwidth. So there'll be free bandwidth uh, if if you make a deal with Time Warner, Time Warner will have a deal with Spotify. Spotify streaming won't ding you uh, against your, your limits. So is, we'll isn't just, it a great world we're creating for ourselves? We'll just go buy some DVDs and CDs and... There's no bandwidth involved. I so wish I didn't sell all my CDs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know what? You can still hit up about every yard sale this summer and go find them all again because everybody else is selling their CDs. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. This is yeah, this is the new world, people. This is what you all you all created. This is what you're all happy with, and you're not saying anything, and you're not complaining. So thanks a lot, guys. Oh, listen to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been complaining uh, episodes 1 through 146, so I'm doing my part, people. Not really. And I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, we had a little kerfuffle with the ads last week. Sorry about that. We're going to uh, make that transition a little bit smoother now. The tool that we have to do it is not exactly what you would call uh, a laser-sharp scalpel. It's very Helpful (laughs) or good or decent or words that come to mind. Well, it's just very, you're trying to place yes, a very specific point in a waveform that they don't let you zoom in on. So it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not ideal. So sorry about that, but uh, we're working on it. We'll get better. We're yes. going to do little transitions now and all that stuff. We're new to this. Hey, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're new to the concept of actually maybe making a buck or two. Yeah, well, maybe. We'll maybe. see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, just thank, thanks for all the feedback and thanks for your patience, people. We're We're doing our best to get this transition over with and- you know, it's it's just part of the business. We got to do it. And That's everything right. everything else is free. 
In the news... Alphabet, formerly known as Google, is now the world's most valuable company. Or valuable public company, I should say. Right. Knocking off uh, Apple as the uh, the prime mover before. Yeah, okay. Figured this was going to be coming at some point. Of course. I mean, the, the price, the stock price is ridiculous. Um, is overvalued beyond belief. I'm still a big believer in anybody that actually makes some real physical products probably has more value. But hey, what do I know? Hey, they make self-driving cars. <sighs> Yeah, so their market cap is $558 billion as of the writing of this article, which was uh, four days ago. So it's uh, this is kind of old news, but I still wanted to bring it up because it's, uh, yeah, I figured it was going to happen at some point. They they own search, um, without a doubt. Uh, Analytics, uh, Google Analytics is in use by anybody that knows how to do anything. There's not even really a competitor anymore. you know, Android operating system is out there for people that don't want to use real ones. Um, yeah. And uh, to to protect their, you know, their kingdom, they have decided to start taking ad blockers out from the Google Play Store. Uh, you're taking Oops. a page right from Apple. Uh, no, but the other way around. Oh, yeah. You can okay. have ad blockers in the iOS store. Yeah, but they started by trying to block them. They, no, they, they just didn't have an, They didn't have an API for them. Then they right. let them roll out. Okay. So this is it's a, it's different because Apple doesn't have an ad business. They don't give a shit. Google that's does, <laughs> and yes. that's so they do. Yes, they do. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Probably a very long time. Well, because you, it's mean, their the, store. The, the nice part about Android, though, is it's uh, you can get around that, and you can uh, get ad blockers from other places. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. You <laughs> still have to go through the store or do the. Uh, you know what? Side loading on Android. Yeah. I'm sure you can just do whatever you want to. It's yeah, Android. Exactly. Exactly. It's Android. You can get around it if you know how to use it, which yes. people that use Android don't. So Yes. Okay. <sighs> Speaking of getting around, Uber has changed their logo to, if you turn your head sideways, a little square bunghole. Oh, really? I saw it as a hammer uh, poised to crush humanity below it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I looked at it sideways, so it's like, oh, well, since all of the taxi drivers are getting fucked in the ass, well, then that's just... <laughs> Because you know what? They slam your head on the, the All right, hood so of the car. Both, there, we, there we both go. went uh, with the same concept. You just went uh, through the butt. To get, <laughs> I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> at first I was like, oh, okay, I yeah, whatever. It looks think, interesting. And then I'm like uh, comparing it to the Airbnb logo, which is Goatsy. Huh. And then I'm like, okay, well, at least it's not a butthole. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it is. Okay, it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we can all agree this is probably one of the dumbest rebrands that's ever occurred for no particular reason whatsoever. Uh, the U was incredibly well-recognized. Uh, the company is doing, much to my dismay, uh, beyond well everywhere, and there was absolutely no point for a rebrand at this point uh, other than the CEO wanted to do it and help design it. I think he's just bored yeah. with, you know, <laughs> he, he got bored swimming through his swimming pools of money. <laughs> and he's like, right. let's, let's put a new ad up or a new uh, logo up. Yeah, uh, you know, it must get boring when you're flaunting regulations in multiple countries at the same time. (laughs) What else are you going to do? Let's redesign the logo myself. It's horrible. It's absolutely ridiculous, and it's ugly. I I like their other logo. I thought it was nice and clean. It made sense. It was perfect branding. Everybody knew what it was, uh, and there was a kerfuffle about this. Uh, People were posting, I don't even know where the app is anymore. Oh, God. Read the fucking words Uber (laughs) underneath the icon, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Well, I wasn't defending them, Jason. I know. I was talking to them, <laughs> not you, Brian. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. 
in increased Uber news, uh, angry Uber drivers want to shut down Super Bowl Sunday up in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, well, guess what happened? Um, uh, Uber's basically becoming a regular cab company, and they've cut uh, they've cut their not employees uh, rates, uh, so they're making less money, um, and they're pissed off about it now. So all of a sudden, Uber finds itself basically dealing with the same sort of thing that everybody else does. Okay. <laughs> Whoopsies. So we'll see what happens at the Super Bowl because uh, basically the regular cab companies have been pretty much run out of business by Uber in San Francisco. So if there's no Uber, there's no public transport. And when you got the Super Bowl going on, that's a lot of people and a lot of money and a lot of people trying to get around that won't be able to. Yeah, since I've left San Francisco, I don't know where the Super Bowl is. I think it's a. I think it's pretty far south now, though. It's not like yeah. actually in the city. So no. if it was in the city, like at AT&T Park, you could just walk anywhere. No, no, you, uh, there's going to be a, a massive need for public transport for basically the entire weekend, not just for the game itself. And, uh, I, I kind of hope these guys do, uh, go ahead and shut it down. That'd be awesome. Eh, whatever. Yeah, we'll see. What, whatevs, as the whatevs, kids say. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, the Today Show is being sued for copyright infringement. I like this one. Uh, what did they do? Uh, they stole a picture, uh, several pictures that this guy <clears throat> took of tiny homes. Okay. He's taking those little tiny home pictures and they tweeted them and posted them on the show and uh, basically took this guy's work without, you know, paying him. So he's right. suing. Okay, good. And uh, there are eight photos in total and the damages could reach a million dollars. That's insane, but uh, good. Yeah, that's a lot of damages for eight photos. And, you know. They're, they're pictures of tiny homes, but still, I, I, I applaud this guy for going after, going after them and, you know, keeping it, keeping it going with his rights. <laughs> yeah. And everybody needs to do that because as soon as you roll over and go, oh yeah, well, you gave me publicity, uh, they win. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been through it. It's hard. It's a pain in the ass. You just got to find a good lawyer and one who is either a complete shark <laughs> and will just go for the jugular, which actually, you know, that's what you need anyway. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's basically what you need. Yeah. Especially if you're going up against somebody like the Today Show mm -hmm. or Madonna or Taylor Swift or Katy Perry or yeah, oh, this goes on and on, goes on and on. on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of moving on. Mm -hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they basically ran every bookstore out of business. So now they're going to open up some bookstores. You know, <laughs> I got to give it to him. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> if, if your goal is to be an asshole and win, congratulations. Exactly. Hey, man, you didn't get, nobody got rich by being nice. I'm telling you. No, no, that's true. It's just, uh, is this the world we want to live in? <laughs> Who cares? We live in it. Anyways, if, yeah. if you don't want to live in it, don't buy anything from Amazon. But I know that's not going to happen because... Well, I know it's not going to happen because you just bought a microphone that you're sending to me from Amazon. I bought it. You didn't. But well, you can send it back. It. You can send it back. Yes, I can send it back. So they're going to open up a whole bunch of bookstores and they're going to be, I don't know, yeah, plus whatever. I, I, I like bookstores. I'll be happy to be able to go to one again. Luckily for me, I still have a Barnes & Noble nearby, so I can go to one anyways. Uh, maybe these are just going to be like drone drops. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. When I first heard this news, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is just a, a way for them to get a toehold into these retail spaces. Well, it's, phys work. it's physical locations exactly. that are in major metropolises that they can use as the base for their drones. Yeah. Exactly. You, you know, okay, well, we've just rented all this space inside. Well, we'd like to rent the roof too because <laughs> we need a drone landing pad for on the roof. So, and look at a mall. What does a mall have? Massive amounts of rooftop space that they could repurpose for drone delivery. 
Yeah, exactly. Without having to rebuild anything and just, they could just retrofit the roofs. And if they get uh, even bigger, then they just rent roof space from the stores next to them. Cause you know, uh, forever 21 doesn't need the roof. <laughs> so I found a really good article uh, on Vox called Amazon explained in one chart. Yes. And this is, this is really what tells you why they're, they're poised to take over the, world. the entire retail world. All they do, they make billions of dollars. <laughs> and yes. All they do is reinvest it back into the company. Yes, which is smart. I, I cannot complain about that at all. Well, I mean, it's well, the shareholders can complain. That's the problem. Yeah, that's what they're, they're running they're not into. Any profits, exactly. Yeah. yeah, shareholders are complaining, but what they're going to end up with, you know, maybe hopefully by the time they die, <laughs> is is a is a massive payout because Amazon will own the world. Uh, it's seeming to go that way, isn't it? Between Amazon and Google. You know, you search on Google for something to buy on Amazon and then it shows up in a self-driving car or a drone. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you're still using your Apple phone to do that. So there's one more player in there, but we'll see because I have stock in two of them, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have any Yahoo stock? I do not. Good man on that one. Yes. Well, I, have they figured out what they're doing with their uh, business plan, anything yet? Oh, well, they're laying off 1,700 people and closing five offices. That is unfortunate, but uh, not surprising. Not surprising at all. Nope. Uh, yeah, somebody needs to, uh, out of those 1,700 people, they, somebody should really like try and throw Marissa Meyer's you know, <laughs> name into that 1,700 pool because yeah, she's I not really doing a damn thing. I really don't understand how she's still hanging in there. And, and basically, I mean, I haven't really seen anything bad said about her. She, uh, she's still a media darling, even though she's basically running a company into the ground. As I, fast as humanly possible. Yeah. I, you know, talk about failing up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and there, Yahoo's also being sued. Um, this one's funny. Everybody, everybody's bitching and moaning. Okay. There's not enough gender equality in tech. We need more women. And now this dude is suing Yahoo because they preferred to hire women. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good luck. Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. You just can't win. You're just like, Okay. Well, I mean, this is the winning now, right? It's it's instead of actually hoping to get a decent job that's going to pay you well and, and, you know, get a retirement package and stay with the company for 30, 40 years like we used to, uh, now you sue to to make your money. That's that's the way. That's always been the way. Welcome to America, dude. <laughs> uh, I got to move countries. Well, in very fun news, I, I love this one. Microsoft is starting to deploy like ocean bed data centers. I think this is great. This, this makes so much sense. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, we have, we have this problem with data centers that get hot. They They're get really, hot. really hot. Yes. What's the ocean when you go cold. down? Really, really cold. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's stick it down there. What else do we have technology to do today? We can get free energy from the ocean with turbines. Well, let's slap some turbines on it too. Yep. And it'll be closer to the underwater data, data cables. So we yes. can just tire up. Yeah, this is a great idea. Good, good on you, Microsoft. It's a fantastic idea. I love it. And they're doing all the environmental testing now. The first run went really well. Mm -hmm. And they said that there was, uh, it had an extremely small amount of local heating outside of the capsule. So they're not worried about it, like superheating the ocean. Right. So we're not going to contribute to global warming here in theory. In theory. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this is great. I yeah, it. I, it's it's this is this is genius. This is this is exactly the kind of innovation that we need to have happening. It's, it's smart. It just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, apparently Facebook is going to be pissing everybody off again for some reason. Uh -huh. uh, they just want to change their 
change their news feeds again. Okay. It is getting uh, laughably almost unusable now because I just don't see almost anything from my friends. Even if I go to uh, most recent, yeah, I have, I have tested this with someone sitting across from me who has post something. I go to most recent and it's not there. But if I go to their timeline, their personal timeline, it's there. So they are just pulling stuff out willy nilly well, now. I, Facebook is, is doing something a little bit dangerous here and that they're rolling out things too fast for people to keep up. And it gets to the point where you start to feel like you're no longer in control of anything and you don't understand anything, which pisses you off. And then you stop using it. So they've really got to slow this stuff down and stop messing around so much because otherwise people are just going to flood over to those competitors like Ello. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the, the newsfeed algorithm right now is so jacked. It's so messed up. I had to, um, I'm working with a large sports agency. A large uh, sports I'm not agency. going to mention which one, but I had to like them on Facebook to get access to do some development. And basically my entire Facebook feed is sports articles that I have no interest in now. There you go, buddy. Yeah. So it's great. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, they, they need to fix it. It's, it's messed up, but stop jacking around so much. And how about a little, a little transparency, Facebook, tell nope. us how this thing's actually working. Dude, that's the secret sauce. That's the, I know, I know that's the 11 herbs and spices or whatever. <laughs> yes. And uh, if you use Instagram, you've probably noticed that, uh, you're getting a hell of a lot more ads. I have not noticed that. I have. I've definitely noticed it. Um, massive amounts. There's a article on Business Insider that basically shows the staggering growth in ads in charts. So you can see exactly how many more you're getting. It's strange that you aren't, but uh, you know, maybe they're having trouble with their algorithm figuring out how to uh, advertise to you when all you do is post puppies. Well, you know what? I have <laughs> I tell you what, if you want to get a lot of traffic, post about puppies. Uh, yeah, the puppy hashtag is is the way to get traffic that you don't really want. I don't even use puppies. I use I use Bam Bam, Rottweiler, and Doberman because I've always got three all three of those in in a picture. <laughs> and I I get I'm getting like, you know, 20s and 30s on likes of people I just don't even know, so. Right. But I when I go through my feed, no ads. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I get tons. So, I I have seen this. If you've seen it as well, let us know. Look at that. See, I'm being social. Yes. Uh, have you heard of Brooklyn Beckham? Uh, nope. Is that some the, kind of, the, uh, I don't even off, know what that would be. Well, apparently, you know, uh, 18 or so years ago, um, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Beckhams had sex in Brooklyn. And, uh, so they named their child Brooklyn. So okay. have Brooklyn Beckham now. And, uh, he is not a professional photographer by any means, but he's been hired by Burberry to do their entire campaign because, you know, because, you know, rich kids. Okay. <laughs> and, and this has upset many working artists, obviously. This is a new, this is news? Yeah, it's news. Oh, um, the, the rich actually get uh, preferential treatment to do jobs that they're unqualified for? <clears throat> Kardashian. <clears throat> um, oh, hey, hold on a second. You apply the Kardashians actually do a job. They did, she did have huh. a job. It what? was a sex tape. That was her job. Well, I, I'd argue she was probably qualified for that. Okay. <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah, me. so there you go. So, yeah, rich kid gets job and professional photographer's pissed. Okay, well. Yep. And the world turns. <laughs> if you're a professional <laughs> photographer that's that's just starting to get pissed off, yeah. you are probably you probably just became a professional photographer yesterday and didn't look at the last 20 years of <laughs> the entire photography industry being gutted and torn apart. So, yeah. Yeah. Good that's, that's why I went to college for photography and promptly – Became a computer programmer because there was nothing to do in photography. That's true. Yes. And I don't think Brooklyn Beckham could actually program. 
Probably not. And there's no cachet in hiring him to do it. Burberry hires Brooklyn Beckham to code out the WordPress page. <laughs> for $10 an hour. Yes. Brooklyn Beckham thwarts hackers is a, is a headline you will never see anywhere. <laughs> okay. Good times. Mm-hmm. Moving on. It's your story, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I gotta get Brooklyn Beckham in here to do this fucking podcast. No, they, they, <laughs> you know, I had that crazy tab thing going, and I'm just like, oh, they 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 just came up out of order because I got something about Beyonce and Justin Bieber that showed up. Oh, I killed that one. I was gonna talk about that. But okay, thank you. I decided God. not to. I, I after decided. Brooklyn Beckham, we can't yeah, go I, to Bieber. I couldn't, I couldn't do Bieber after that. So let's do Google again. <laughs> okay, Google Skybender project plans to beam 5G internet from solar drones. Wasn't Skybender that really shitty movie by uh, uh the M Night Shamalama Ding Dong? Yeah. That was Airbender. Oh, okay. My bad. That was a terrible movie. Yeah. Utterly terrible movie. So this one that's you know. Kind well, of this, a, is, uh, this is the same. I talked about the company last uh, last week that's going to try to do this as well. So it's uh, the millimeter wave radio internet stuff. Everybody's got some kind of different thing. This is, you know, part of Project Loon and because uh, they were doing balloons before and they're like, ah, screw the balloons. Let's just go with solar powered solar drones. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. Um, once any of these people get something working, then call me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, this is, I'm just tired of reading all these speculative uh, tech stories where you know, we're never going to hear about this again unless it actually works and then it'll be a big deal. You know what? They should just write some goddamn science fiction because this stuff would be interesting if it was couched in science fiction. But when you're talking about it as like, you know, this is coming tomorrow. We're going to have internet from space. It's like, mm. okay, great. Um, and then we never hear from it again. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I'm going to go down. I'm going to walk down to Google and pitch the speculative science fiction arm. Oh, yeah, but there's two letters in SF. I don't know how that's going to go in alphabet. Good point. And we'll be right back. But now, a word from our sponsors. Security? Ha! Looks like you're back, Jason. I see security is full of links. Woohoo! Uh, I've got two. I've got two hacks of the week. So let's start with my stories. Uh, oh, let's always start with your stories. My segment, your stories. Go ahead. Well, it gives people time to put on their tinfoil hats for your stories. They're not prepared, Jason. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I got to let them know. So at least 63,000 current and former students at the University of Central Florida are getting bad news. Uh, uh, their school network was breached and all their social security numbers and other sensitive personal data have been stolen. Yeah, You know, at this point, <laughs> social security numbers, like I... I just cannot believe that every social security number ever generated in the United States, because that's where they're from, uh, yes. has not been leaked. I not think all of them have to be out there. Many, 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 many healthcare providers use that as your personal ID number and put it on the fucking mail. Yep. <laughs> so it can be read by everybody. God damn. Yeah, I can't believe that these things are still uh, still out there. Anyways, uh, in addition to that, all the top female stars uh, from U.S. soccer have had their home and email addresses uh, posted on a public U.S. soccer court filing. Oopsies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you want to know where Hope Solo lives, like I do, uh, apparently you can find that out now. Okay. Uh, they've, uh, this, is, this is extremely bad because the team has had many, many stalking issues already. So oh, I'm sure. Oopsies. And of course, then they then redacted the posting online, which is not helpful because it's the internet. And once something's been posted, it's now everywhere. So thanks yes. a lot guys. It lives yeah. on. Yes. Um, 
Now, this one, this one I just find so goddamn funny. Mm. Oh, uh, pardon me. Did I take the Lord's name in vain? Oh, that could be because I'm talking about Oral Roberts's university. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to track all of their students' fitnesses. Fitnesses. Right. Fitness eye. Yes. Uh, incoming freshmen are going to be required to wear a Fitbit. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's, you know, this this is security, huh? This should be just, uh, oh, what could go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong with this? Yes. There's no issues with the Internet of Things. Oh, oh, oh or civil, li- civil liberties? It's like, oh, okay. Well, well it's, it's a private university, right? Um, well, yes, but. Well, they can do whatever they want. Uh, uh, you make the personal choice to not go there. Although, who the hell would go to Oral Roberts? You know, I know it is. Uh, it is a, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have I have actually stayed across the street from Oral Roberts University because I saw the big hands as I was driving through Tulsa. It was late at night, and I needed to stop and have a break. And it was like eight fifty on a Thursday, right? Right. I get my my hotel room. I'm talking to the guy who's checking me in. And I'm like, hey man, where's a good place? I just want to go pick up a six pack. And he just starts laughing his ass <laughs> off. He's like, dude. You're in Tulsa. Look outside. <laughs> no, there was no beer to be had at nine o'clock on a Thursday night, unless you you went to a bar, which uh, there was uh, none of those what? to be had right across okay. the street from Oral Roberts University either. Yeah, good times. Yes, and in uh, more fun news, Engadget uh, has a little post about uh, your fitness tracker probably has security issues. Yeah, so. Uh- of course. Yes. The interesting uh, thing that they talk about in this one is that uh, you can actually change the data on some of these, which means if they're being used for things like criminal prosecution, uh, that totally makes it not a viable uh, piece of evidence. Right. right. So, yeah, say you were wearing your Fitbit and you could prove that you were walking somewhere in Santa Monica, even though the crime was committed in, in Culver City. That gets you off, except for the fact that you can actually change your data. Or I could change your Fitbit to put you at the scene of the crime that I just crime. committed. Awesome. Good times. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> this, one, this is from the MIT Technology Review. Your future self-driving car will be way more hackable. Yep. Yeah. Um, thank you, MIT, for telling us something that we've been talking about for <laughs> two and a half years. But it's MIT, so they're... Hey, it's MIT. People you can, go, you can go read that article and, or you can just go back and listen to a couple of our shows where we know this. We know yes. this. The yes. more complex these systems get, the more holes they get. Yeah. And uh, that's just the way things are going to go. And I, that, I, I'm personally going to be driving a self-driving Faraday cage car. <laughs> that's, that's my solution. I still want a self-driving car. I'm not backing down from that, but the fact that they will be hackable is true. Just, you know, get some airbags. Put some airbags in these puppies. Yeah, but you can hack those to shut them off because everything's going to be controlled. Damn it, Brian, quit shitting on my parade. Nothing is going to be mechanical. It's all going to be digital. It's all going to be hackable. Woohoo! You know what I need to get? I'm just going to go get an old Jeep. No electronics. So you just backed away from the self-driving car thing. I'm going to have to. If if, (laughs) if you're going to just keep, you know... Telling ruining my day. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. Except I'm not driving stick in LA ever again. Forget it. Give me my oh. self-driving car. I'll, t- I'll, 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 you know, <laughs> I'll risk it. Okay. Oh, man. Remember uh, the Silk Road? Uh, I do. It's where you go to get uh, drugs and kids, right? Yeah, long time okay. ago. Long time ago. Uh, yeah. Well, there was the Secret Service agent, Sean Bridges, that was uh, basically caught stealing money from the main guy, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Right. And uh, they said, oh, well, it wasn't germane to the main case, so he's gone. But they just went back and rearrested him this week or last okay. week. Okay. He was going to try and leave the country. I wonder if he did the Google thing. <laughs> no, he, he used Tor for that search. Oh, I gotcha. Well, Same. as we know, Tor is 
notor- notoriously uh, unstable oh, now. So. Boo. I know, I know. Boo. <laughs> but the best one of the week comes from The Intercept. Mm-hmm. In a note to readers, Betsy Reed <laughs> basically says uh, Juan Thompson, a staff reporter, Yes. From November 2014 until last month, fabricated several quotes in his stories and created fake email accounts that he used to impersonate people, one of which was a Gmail account to her, Betsy yes. Reed. Yes. I, nobody is safe. No. Nope. No. I love no. it. It's just, you know, the, this is the intercept, right? These yeah. are the people who... They're supposed to know what they're doing. Yeah. They're supposed to be intercepting this sort of stuff. I know. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> you just... What's the point of even reading on the internet anymore? I'm starting to just, oh. The security segment has just become one big schadenfreude for me now. I know. (laughs) I know it has. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Oh, wait, we got one more. Oh, okay. I forgot about this one. I was was going to blow my nose because I'm getting a little stuffy. What are are we going to not trust now? Retailers capable of tracking shoppers through their smartphones. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's, That's the whole point of Beacon and all that. That is true. That is exactly what it's supposed to be. And uh, But they're using Wi-Fi to, to do the pinpointing of tracking and things like okay. that, uh, and facial recognition, other things. Uh, yeah. You Wasn't this a minority report, Tom Cruise? Exactly. Walking through the mall, and then ads are just uh, popping up specifically for you. This is the dream scenario that uh, people are going to live in in the future. Yes. But, the, oh. yes, yeah. no, but now we have reports on it. And it's, okay. they're not minority reports. They're like you know, professional reports. Oh, okay. From they're, the they're in, majority inf- reports. As yes, from the Information Commissioner's Office blog. Okay, well, I can't wait for this. Mm-hmm. Comment of the week. Our first comment of the week comes from iTunes from Joe Webb 0159 okay. Got a five-star rating. He says, love you guys. I enjoy listening to all your shows. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Joe. We will. Thank you. We're, we're going to give it a go. A uh, friend of the show, Miller, posted on Facebook, which I luckily caught and found because it's very difficult. Uh, great link. Uh, Ant Simulator game canceled because crowdfunded money was spent on liquor and strippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really funny article. So thanks a lot, Miller. It was, it's worth a laugh. Um, it's definitely worth a read. Go uh, check it out in our show notes. Very funny stuff. I love these guys. I love crowdfunding. Uh, on Twitter, Gary from uh, at Gary Can't Love. Apparently he can't. Yes, I think I think this may be <laughs> maybe the the root of the problem here. At GOG Podcast, Brian's you're you're not spelled with a Y. B R I A N, not B R Y A N. Look, if you're gonna take the time to take a dump on me, at least uh, drop a couple extra seconds to uh, figure out how to spell my name. Seriously, Brian's smug comments about Trump, lowercase T, are making me hate the show. Most of us aren't Christians. Read a Roman history book, old man. I'm not entirely sure I'm parsing this right. I don't. Um, I don't quite get I'm, this. I'm not Christian. By, no. By any means, I'm a atheist. Um, I'm well versed in Roman history. Um, young boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, the great thing about our country is uh, we're allowed to have different opinions, right? Yep. So I got a link in the show notes for you, Gary. Can't love is Donald Trump the modern Nero, a Roman scholar, uh, basically uh, points out the uh, the similarities between Trump and Nero. Enjoy. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Uh, second comment on Twitter from, I'm never going to pronounce this right, Vasar Hilid. 
How's that going? Yeah, uh, at well. GOG Podcast, is everything okay with the RSS feed? The latest, the last episodes are not in it. We have a new RSS feed now. So if you're hearing this, you've probably figured that out. Yes, yes. There was a, there's a problem with the switchover. We can't do redirects with it, but we do the iTunes new feed tag, which has the new one in it and the old one. And it should have, if you're using a modern podcatcher, mm -hmm. uh, pulled it up. But if you just subscribe to the old feed, yes, things are broken and you are probably not hearing this unless you're listening to it on our website at grumpyoldgeeks.com. But I will be putting up a, a note in the old feed today. So yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty much done with the switchover. So this sort of stuff won't be happening anymore in theory. Yes, and Fizzhog, right? Uh, okay, that was funny. Grand Pricks and Seiki, I'm going to Patreon you. Is that a verb? <laughs> is for me. <laughs> yes, it, 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 is, it is. So thank you very much, and I'm glad you enjoyed the little story. Um, and then at grumpyoldgeeks.com, Daniel wrote in to say, hi, the podcast feed, blah, 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 blah. Yes, so same thing. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, hopefully you've found our new feed and it's all fixed. And uh, then we got a comment from Panphilius. Great show, guys. Keep up the awesomely grumpy work. A few things. One, thank you for the PIA VPN advice. Really useful. I'm loving it. Number two, I just made my change to one password thanks to you guys. Hey, Jason, another one. Another one. Uh, I'm not sure, but am I your first Android user with one password? I can already hear your rants on Android. Um, I think we covered that earlier. Hey, man, as long as you're using one password, you, you can use it on a BlackBerry if it'll work. Yeah. We, 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 <laughs> I wonder if it does. No. Okay. Uh, number three, have you heard anything regarding eSIMs? I read they will be slash are the end of physical SIM cards. Please let me know your thoughts on this. Thanks again. If I could give, if I could, I would give you five stars on iTunes. Again, I'm on an Android. Can't you do that through your desktop? Yes, you can. So you can give us five stars. Though. Anybody can give us five stars on iTunes. Yes. Anybody with Mac PC. I even think Linux might even support iTunes nowadays, but yep. uh, yeah. uh, eSIMs. Uh, I've got one sitting next to my eVape. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I, I have not heard of eSIMs. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take a look into this. Um, we'll talk about it maybe a bit next week. Okay. Uh, no. Seth, uh, Seth Nicholas Stevens. I'm getting yes. my, my blitters on. Uh, Y'all are going to love this one. Why didn't one of you think of this? Dutch police are training eagles to capture drones. And this is uh, an article <laughs> that's been passing around. And uh, I saw it before he sent it in and Chen sent it in too. And a couple other people sent it to us. It's interesting. They're using a bald eagle. To yeah. capture drones. And yeah. I'm just, I'm personally, what I would possibly go wrong when you send a bird after something that has rapidly spinning propellers. Exactly. That's the problem I had with it. It's like, <laughs> I, I would not, I would never put an animal in danger to get a drone when I can just get a couple cans of silly string and a t-shirt cannon and boom, take it down. Um, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting concept, but I also think it's a very irresponsible concept for the animal. I agree. Yeah. So if uh, you want to comment or send something to us or tell me I'm an idiot because of my opinions on Trump, you can find us on Twitter at GOG podcast or at Patreon at patreon.com slash GOG. We have a website at grumpyoldgeeks.com where you can listen to shows, leave feedback, or better yet, ask us questions that we can read on the air. If you have friends, please tell them about the show. And please, 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 if you like the show, drop us an iTunes review, even if you have Android. They really do help us out. and It'll only take a minute or two. Just go to grumpyoldgeeks.com slash iTunes and it'll take you right there. Library. I'm still working my way through the final Ian Tregellis book of the Milkweed series, but um, I took some time to go check out a new bunch of audiobooks from Tim Ferriss, of all people. It's called The Tao of Seneca. It's like 30 some odd hours of audiobooks. Right. It goes through all the letters and all the other stuff. Uh, I actually worked on this and I did the audio editing for his intros and outros and stuff like that. There was a problem with the original audiobook. I, that was not me. 
<laughs> so if, if you bought this thing and you're listening to uh, On the Shortness of Life, the first letter in the first volume, and it's all jacked up, that was not me. But they're fixing it. Uh, otherwise, it's really nice to finally have these in audio format. Nobody's ever put Seneca into audio before with with all the letters, and we finally have it. So it's pretty cool. I recommend checking it out. Okay. I'm just a Seneca. I will. I'm, I'm a Seneca nerd, so it's just nice. I, uh, yes, I know. I remember. Um, actually, I might actually listen to that. I think it'd be interesting. Uh, I was not able to get through it just reading it, so this might be my uh, my my agreement with you about Audible. Ah, audiobooks for once. Seneca is a gateway listen. Okay. We'll see. So you've been talking about Charles Strauss and the Laundry Files for a while, and yes. I was supposed to actually go ahead and start to read that. But uh, somebody, I think we missed a comment somewhere because uh, somebody wrote in and uh, said uh, he was curious about our opinion on Glass House by Charles Strauss. So I've started to read that, and I'm only about halfway through so far, but uh, I'm really enjoying this. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that... Uh, It'll continue in the direction that I think it's going to go. And if so, I definitely like the way he writes as well. So I'm definitely going to read the Laundry Files after this. But uh, this is a great book. And it's uh, really interesting because it's it's way future looking towards the past being our current time and how they perceive the way that we're living right now, which is awesome. It's a mind blower. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Amazon right now. I can buy it for $8 on Kindle mm-hmm. or I can buy it for $0.77. Cents used or you can get a hardcover for one cent one cent yes <laughs> uh so that's or i could go to audible and get it for 22 dollars and four cents hmm. yeah the pricing is all over the map on this it's kind of insane see this is amazon well this is this is <laughs> the way it goes with the used stuff every i mean there are a ton of these things for one cent yeah and Which, four four dollars in shipping yeah so you can get the hardcover for basically cheaper than the kindle Excellent. Does that make any sense at all? It's funny because these are all old library books. Yeah. That's crazy. So these people are going and buying library overstock and then reselling them on Amazon. Yeah. Crafty. Yeah, for one cent. I don't exactly think it's breaking the bank here. It costs 77 cents to ship a, a book through media mail. So they're making a couple bucks on it. Don't let that three ninety nine. Again, <laughs> I don't think that you're going to be retiring on an island anytime soon. Hey, in, in bulk, man, you, if you buy a library, that's a lot of books. Yeah, that assumes people are going to buy these uh, hardcovers. Software, apps, and gadgets. This is something I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Depth sensing cameras. Right. Uh, they're going to be in smartphones coming soon, which is going to be really interesting. I've seen some mock-ups of the iPhone 7 with the dual cameras on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going on with any of the other ones, but... Uh, yeah, I mean we've got we've got depth sensing cameras with things like the Connect and stuff like that. But if we can start getting in these things into smartphones, it's going to open up, as they say, a whole new frontier. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's yeah, of course, there's there's definite uses for it. And as we move into more and more of a VR typey world, according to Oculus Rift and everyone else, apparently, uh, this will be pretty cool and pretty interesting. It just always makes me think of Blade Runner. Like that scene just always stuck out. When I think Blade Runner in my head, I see Harrison Ford like zooming into a photo and going around a corner to find something. Well, the thing is, I don't think that was anything to have to do with depth sensing. I think that was him like doing voice control on Photoshop. <laughs> well, yeah. That's all it was. It's like, okay, pan right, zoom, sharpen, unsharp mask, 70%. Okay, zoom again. Uh-huh. 
now that I've got a camera that's like a 36 megapixel camera, it mm-hmm. puts that scene in Blade Runner to shame. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was quite a long time ago, Jason. <laughs> it was, but it's, that is one of the most memorable scenes for sure. Yes, definitely. And I found this post on Boing Boing, speaking of enhancing photos, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And it's uh, how to remove all tourists from your travel photos. Mm-hmm. You take a bunch of photos, you put your camera on a tripod, take a bunch of, you know, Pictures of the same scene that that'll give you a baseline of places where people aren't. Yeah. Then you go into Photoshop, you go to File Scripts Statistics and select Median, and it will just remove everything that doesn't appear in every photo. That and is beyond cool. Is that not the coolest damn thing? I, I cannot have no wait to try idea you it. Could do that. I totally want to just try that too, like for no reason whatsoever. I know. I want to go take a picture of downtown LA. Like I take a like like the one oh one. You know how you have those like you know post apocalyptic dystopian freeway scenes where there's no cars. Yeah, that's probably how they do it. Like that type of thing. So I just want to sit there over the one oh one and just take like a couple hundred pictures, shove them in there, and see if I can get a good good, good rendering of it because that would be cool. It would be very cool. I had no idea that was even possible. That's no, awesome. and it's super simple. Yeah. And I found this one, uh, which is actually a really good tip if you have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from a hospital employee. Hospital employee shares iPhone tip that can save your life in an emergency. And this is something I actually didn't know. Uh, if you you go into the health app in, mm-hmm. you know, in your Apple shit folder that everybody has where they shove all the stuff that Apple puts on their phone that they never want to look at again. Yeah. Go dig in that folder and find the the health app. And you can put in your medical ID information that people can get to if you're like hit by a car and they can't unlock your phone. Yep. And that will give them, you can get blood type, you can get all sorts of different things. But the, the one for me that's most important is emergency contact info. Like who, do, who, who are you going to call? You know, ain't Ghostbusters, yep. unless I'm dead, then who cares? But if, they, if I'm still alive, you want to be able to get somebody's info. And then you just go to the emergency screen, hit, you know, the medical ID info and boom, you're done. Yeah. So I recommend everybody do this. And, uh, the I only- actually, uh, I did do this when, when they first launched the health app and I wanted to check it out to see, uh, you know, if it was actually going to be useful, uh, uh, spoiler, not, it's not. Um, but I did fill out all this stuff. It's, it's, everybody should definitely do this. And I guess there's an app called ICE in case of emergency for Android for you. So we're paying attention to you, Android users, uh, get that, do it, put it in. This all, this makes total sense. Now, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat back on here for a second. Oh, God. Now you're going to ruin it. I am going to ruin it. Uh, If somebody finds your phone, they can go to that and then find out who your contacts are because you can just get right to that. You don't have to. That is information that is publicly accessible on your phone. Yes. Uh, So from anybody, you don't have to log in or get to it. So if you're super paranoid, don't put in the phone number of somebody who is like a celebrity. <laughs> oh, I'm going, Oh, my contact is Justin Bieber. We, <laughs> or you could basically put in your contact information is Justin Bieber and have it as the phone number of the local police. If you're trying to prank somebody, I don't know. You can have fun with it or you can just like not worry about it and put in your dad's phone number in case you get hit by a car. I'd go ahead and not worry about it. People. We'll be right back. Enjoy a word from our sponsors. Media Candy. Brian? Yes? Do you still want to believe? I, I do. I do. I, I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's not, it's not perfect. Uh, Gillian Anderson's face doesn't move. Um, Duchovny doesn't seem to remember what Fox Mulder's character is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you, which episode are you up to? Have you seen all three? I've seen all three. Okay. The first two, meh, this is, this is the X-Files formula. The super serious, the, you know, 
everybody's going to take over the world. The aliens are coming, blah, blah, blah. Conspiracy yep. theory. And then you get to the third one, which is just the silly fun episodes, which are my favorite. Yeah, I totally forgot uh, how silly the X-Files could be. And that was such a good throwback. And I was, <laughs> it was great. It was a great episode. I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I think out of all of the X-Files that did the silly episodes, honestly, they did such a good job with this one. This, this trumps the other ones. And it made me just go like, oh, man, they're not going to be back again. This is just a miniseries. Damn. Yeah, that's probably going to be the only silly episode. Because if they are going to pay attention to this arc, they've only got three more episodes. Exactly. <laughs> Unless but, they're going to leave uh, us on a cliffhanger. You know, it, it's it's fine. It, is it great? No. Uh, is it nostalgia? Yes. So I'm enjoying it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just like, oh, I, I don't care if it's bad. It's yeah. just fun. But and episode three was not bad. It was amazing. It was, it was funny. And yeah, it was good times. I, I really did enjoy it. Yes. I've also been watching Billions. Mm -hmm. I love Billions. I have not watched it. You have to watch Billions. I think it is just as good as House of Cards. Well, House of, let me let, let, <laughs> let me clarify the first the first two seasons of House of Cards. It is just as good as the first two seasons, if not better than, than House of Cards. Yes. House of Cards now. Well, that that's a very low bar. I have jump over. finished that last season of House of Cards. I totally gave up on it. I finished it and it's coming back. I will go through it. And then uh, they're doing another season after this coming season. And I guess the showrunner's leaving. So who knows? I don't know. It's all right. So what is what is billions? I, I see it's the guy that was uh, on the first season of Homeland. It's Damian Lewis, who was uh, in Band of Brothers and Homeland. Right. Love him. Paul Giamatti. OK. Can't, can't go Love wrong him. with him. Yep. Um, except that one really terrible movie about the wine that everybody loved. Which I, I like that. Hated that movie. It was a great movie. You're such great. a, you're a curmudgeon. Yeah, he was so good in John Adams though. Um, and a bunch of other people. <laughs> I can't even remember. There's so, there's, it's got an amazing cast hands okay. down. And Damian Lewis is just awesome in it, uh, for a Brit playing an American. Okay. So what's, you have to watch it. About? It's about, uh, government agencies going after corrupt hedge, hedge fund managers. Oh, okay. Topical. Mm -hmm. Very right. much so. I will give it a go. Why not? I don't have Showtime anymore. So hello, Sweden. <laughs> or you can get the Showtime on demand app. Oh, I could. Yes. And they do believe they have a trial. Hmm. Wonder what oh. you can do with that. Hey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> speaking of uh, Americans and Brits uh, cross-contaminating. Shows, shows, shows I will not be watching. Matt LeBlanc joins the British version of Top Gear. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, they're killing that show fast. <laughs> well, it, it, well, here's the thing. It's dead right now. There's no yep. show to kill. So we have to see if they can revive it. Yeah. When uh, when are we getting the real Top Gear back on Amazon? Very soon. And it's not Top Gear. I forget the name, but they've got a pretty substantial cast and they're filming. So it's coming soon. Yep. Can't wait. Screw it's going to be this year. I think it's this summer. Good. Good. I will not. Uh, I, I don't even think I'm going to watch the first episode of the the Top Gear reboot with Matt LeBlanc. It's not worth going to Sweden for, that's for sure. No, definitely not. But it's, it's going to be on BBC America, which I do have, and I don't have to go to Sweden for. Oh. We'll see. Uh, Serial, the, the podcast that was going to save podcasting, but then nobody cared about the second season. Right. Yeah. Well, I think they realize that because uh, they're going back and revisiting season one in uh, short 15-minute episodes because uh, the main guy, Adnan, uh, is having a basically opened up a new trial to basically try to get a retrial. And uh, so because nobody's paying attention to season number two, they are redoing season number one. They're not redoing season number one. They're just talking about the court case because she's in court every day. Yes. She's recapping the court case, but they're not talking that much about season one. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. I have a feeling that that segment's going to grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm fine with it. I actually listened to it, and I'm engaged. I, I really loved the first season, so I, I'm totally into hearing about this again. See, I'm actually enjoying season number two more than I am season number really, one. I have not been able to get into season number two, and I, I just even hearing the music from season number one got me all, woo. Yeah, it was interesting to hear that back again. But yeah, I mean, I, I have so many other podcasts that I listen to that are so much better than Serial. It's just... Oh, I know. It's, it's the NPRification of podcasting. We talk about that a lot. So, but, uh, I, you know, it's just interesting that they're going back to to cover it again because, you know, people are paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Mail, mail Kemp. Moron of the week. In uh, the most depressing video that you'll see all week, uh, a political student group at Texas Tech University released a video named Politically Challenged in which they walked around the campus and asked very, very basic questions about our political system and our U.S. history. <sighs> and people couldn't answer them. Well, don't they do this on Jimmy Kimmel like every day? Yeah, but, that you know, that's not on a college campus. This is just depressing. What's the difference between a college campus and the main street of Hollywood? I mean, people are stupid everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go. And it's also, you can craft any video to make it what you want. Yes, this did not I depress me at all. It's a self-selecting sample, but still, you should not be in college if you don't even know what the Civil War was. You know, I, can't, I, I understand it. Uh, we were taught history. These kids nowadays, they just... It doesn't matter to them. They don't care about what happened before. And as we know, what happened before will happen again. So we'll have another civil war. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, we did this before? Oh, crap. You know, <laughs> it's just the way the world turns. I just can't get we're upset doomed. by it anymore. We are absolutely doomed. No, we're not. People have been stupid far longer than we've been alive and we're still here. So when you went to college and you walked around campus, everybody knew what the damn civil war was. I don't know, man. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. You did not see the people at my college. I went to a community college in suburban Chicago, so okay. All there right. are a lot of lot of people with all, doing a lot of pot. Let's talk about more happy things like Susan Sarandon's breasts, boobs. Yes, at the uh, SAG Awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad, bad, bad pun. What the Screen Actors Guild Awards? They're called the SAG Awards. I'm not even making a pun. Anyways, she showed up wearing a very low cut kind of jacket thing with a black bra and uh her breasts were on full display uh they're fantastic of course they are they're, she's uh, susan sarandon i know they're absolutely fantastic but apparently this upset a lot of people particularly Piers morgan who would not shut up about it on twitter and calling her tacky because she wore this to uh, do the immorandum segment at the sag awards because who gives a fuck well, who um, gives a fuck about Piers morgan period Exactly. So he wouldn't let go of it. A lot of people were freaking out about it. I say good on you, Susan Sarandon. And she actually tweeted the best response ever, a shot of her from uh, from a Rocky Horror Picture Show. There you go. So good on you, Susan Sarandon. And you look absolutely fantastic. She looks fabulous. My favorite find on the internet this week and possibly ever. This is something Gary can't love, won't love. Uh, America, but better.com. Uh, the Canada party. I, I believe I finally made my political decision. I am voting Canada for president. Uh, they actually are putting out a book, America, but better, the Canada party manifesto, an intervention from your continental BFFs. It's very funny. Uh, but all you really need to see, and you do need to see it is the main video on the homepage. It is fantastic. I dying, dying laughing.
that was amazing. I just got to say that was utterly amazing. Just, uh, uh, what the fuck, America? What? what? <laughs> His what? delivery was perfect. Yeah, it is. It is perfect. Um, and you know, uh, the clothing, the 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 moose, and the oh, yeah, the so, sweater is so good. Uh, gotta watch it. It's in our show notes, or just go to americabutbetter.com. Are you kidding me? Loving. Uh, more depressing links uh, in our show notes. This first one is an excerpt. Brian, of- Brian, Brian, we told them last week that we were going to end on a high note. What are you doing? We're not done yet. Okay, okay. We're, we're dipping down first. Okay. And then we'll triumphantly rise. Like the phoenix of podcasting. Something like that. Yes. Uh, so this is an excerpt from a book, Bread, Wine, Chocolate, The Slow Loss of Foods We Love, which is something I definitely want to read. Uh, this goes in depth into how we're basically the the you know mass market, the grocery stores, the shopping, et cetera, are, we're breeding out of existence uh, really delicious varieties of different things and only keeping the ones that uh, basically travel the best or look good, uh, which is sad. Did you know that there were over 1,000 varieties of bananas? Uh, no, I did All not. All of which have slightly different flavors, different tastes, etc. cetera. Uh, the one that we keep in the grocery store is basically one type, and it's usually, it doesn't actually taste the best. Uh, there are six kinds of apples that you traditionally see in a grocery store, even though there are now over 7,500 different varieties of apples grown all over the world. Well, that sounds like we're doing okay then. We've got thousands of different types of bananas, thousands of different types of apples. Where's the... Where's but we can't get to them. We can get to anything. Okay. Yeah. We'll just well, you have to go. <laughs> let's, see, let's see if we can get a uh, uh, 500 different types of bananas off Amazon. Okay. <laughs> see how that's going to work. See the, Anyways, dr- the drones. We'll have banana drones. It's a very interesting story and I, I, I would recommend reading it. And I would like to find this delicious banana. <laughs> I'm telling you the rise of the banana drone will be something we will talk about in a couple of years. Okay. The banana drones. Ooh, title. And then the other thing that's doing the rounds as of today uh, is this ancient Greek. Okay, this is uh, Breckenridge's law. What is it? (laughs) I believe it's Breckenridge's. Breckenridge's law, except they even answered it in the title. Is this ancient Greek statue proof someone took a laptop back in time? Parenthesis. Or is it just a tablet? End parenthesis. It's a tablet. Okay. It's a it's you a got, you go look at it. And I'm sorry, it is, it is Betteridge's, not Breckenridge's. I knew that was because we had we had Beck, yes, Beckham yes. on the brain, but it's Beckham and Beck, yeah, yeah. it's Betteridge's law. So it's a photo from a statue, and somebody is holding something that looks kind of like a laptop with USB ports. If you're stupid, <laughs> and you've never heard the Civil War. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Nice sculpture, though. Yeah. See, ended on a high note. And I'll bring us back down again. Uh, last week, I talked about my friend Stacy, who lost her battle with cancer. There is an Indiegogo set up at, on, off of generosity.com. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, this was when she was originally battling cancer, so it looks like it's funded, but they've kept it open, and now it's for her two twins uh, to help out because she has passed away. So if you uh, can spare, like, uh, don't get your double decaf cap with a twist of whatever, save five bucks and send her five bucks. If you could do that, you would be awesome. And I would like you forever. All right. Sounds good. All right. So yeah. Happy. Uh, bring the happy, ja- bring the happy Jason. I've got a puppy. Okay. <laughs> no, yes. I've got a puppy. That's, that's the only happy I've got. So yeah, I, I don't have much either, except I'm going to Hawaii next week. So aloha. Aloha. Oh, you poor guy, poor guy. So we'll be doing this in, uh, 
Hawaii time at yes, some I point. Yes, uh, I will be sipping on a Mai Tai and uh, doing the podcast from Hawaii next week. So, uh, Okay, well, maybe we can, we can plan this so we can both have a Mai Tai and go back to the old days. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, we could do a little drinking episode. Awesome, yeah, because these early morning ones don't really work with, uh, with that. That, no. cause, that causes problems and, and people in white coats to come take you away. <laughs> yes, yes. The early morning drinking is, de- is frowned upon. Um, but uh, speaking of the puppy, if you would like to go check out uh, the progress, go to lifewithbambam.com. There are four posts up there now because I find that trying to do a blog, have a full-time job, and a podcast on the side with a puppy doesn't really leave you a whole lot of time. So I've just been taking pictures and putting them up. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, friend of the show, Dr. David Teeter, and I have been exchanging emails about the lack of updates. Well, Okay. I'm glad you guys are taking your time to go write about me with your update. Uh, whatever. I don't care. Uh, the, the puppy is doing well. She's about 35 pounds in 13 weeks. Uh, All right. But healthy as a horse and about the size of a small one at this point. So I'm going to go take her out to pee right now. I'm going to take me to pee. And so on that note, thanks for listening. I'm Jason DeFilippo, and you can check me out at jpd.me and lifewithbambam.com. And I'm Brian Schulmeister with an I, and you can follow me on Twitter at Slender Fungus and tell me that I'm wrong about things. Excellent. Until next time. Grumpy Old Geeks is a fan-supported show. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash GOG. We really appreciate your support. If you don't want to or can't donate but still want to support the show, please go to grumpyoldgeeks.com slash iTunes and leave us a few words and five stars and tell a friend about the show. Intro music for the show is provided by The Band Among Us. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and Apple Music. Or you can donate through the Grumpy Old Geeks Patreon page at patreon.com slash GOG to get 10 exclusive tracks. Outro music for the show is provided by Andy Sajansky. You can follow Andy at twitter.com slash houseofandy, and he's on SoundCloud at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash Andy. Show notes for all the links discussed in this episode can be found at grumpyoldgeeks.com slash 146.